All right, Daf Tzadi Tess. We're picking it up from the Mishnah on Tzadi Ches Amid Beis Nosan Laumnin Lasakin Vikilkaloi. So you gave something to the Uman and he wrote it. And we'll see in the Gemara. Did you give the guy the raw materials or did you give him an actual keli? The halacha is Chayovin Lashalim. However, Nosan Lachar Shida Tevo Migdal Lasakin. Let's say you gave him a finished keli to fix up. The kilkel chayev l'shalim habanoi, and let's say you have a builder shekibel love listeras akaisel. You contracted him to break down this wall. The shibra avanim oshezikin, and in the process, he actually was mazik. He broke the avanim or he damaged them. So chayev and l'shalim. Hayasoyser mitzad zev and nafal mitzad acher. Let's say he's working on one side of the wall, and the other side fell, which would be considered more of an einais. That's how the shita says over here. It's not something that would be expected. So then he can, so then he'll be potter. he'll be because then he could have done it more carefully and that's considered more of his fault. So the basic idea here is if it's his Shia, he'll be Chayev, but if it's more of an Aynas, he'll be Pater. This does need to be reconciled with the Odom Mood La'olam concept, that L'chaira, even if it's an Aynas, but L'chaira Odom is Mood La'olam for Hezek. But if you remember, we spoke out from Taisvis earlier that if it's a Aynas Gomer, even Odom Mood La'olam will be Pater. That's Taisvis' Shita, the Ramban argues. And as we go through today's Daf, you have to keep this Machlaikis, Taisvis and the Ramban in mind about how far do you take the Odom Mood La'olam Sugya. Zok the Gemara Omer of Asi, this Mishnah that says that you're Michayev, when you gave it to the Uman, you gave him this kind of a keli, this box, this thing, to push a nail into it. And when he was driving the nail into it, he broke it. But if you only gave him raw materials, you gave him the wood to build these things, and then he made them, and then he broke them, then the halach is potter. That will be totally different. That will not be like our mission through my time, because Uman the Uman actually owns that additional value that he creates. So essentially, when he gives it back to the guy who hired him, he's selling it back to him. Rashi's Lashon in Bav Metziah is very stark. Ukishemach Zirei is Rashi. This is on Kufyud Beis in Bav Metziah. Ukishemach Zirei, Hari Luke Meicher Leishvach, Shahaya Leibesaychei. He's selling it back to him. It's the Uman's property. So regarding this concept of Uman Kain Bishvach Kli, you got the very important Ketzais in Simon Shin Vav Dalid that wants to know, are you Kain of the whole Kli or are you only Kain of that Shvach, that additional amount? And the Ketzais brings a raya from the fact that you need to be less Kalim when it comes back from the Uman, that the Uman might actually own the whole Kli. The Ketzais also has an important Chakira about how far does the Kinyan go of the Uman being Kain Bishvach Kli. Is it a true Kinyan or is it like some sort of Miktas Kinyan? He ends up coming out that it's similar to a Mashkain, that you don't really own it, but you have kind of Schusim and it's more like a halva, like the way that a mashkain, you have kinyanim in it without really owning it. There's an interesting kasha from the Pnei Yeshua in Gitan on Chav where the Gemara talks about a katan is kosher to write a get. I believe it's where there's a gadol oymen al gabov. But the fact is, if a katan writes a get, that's going to work. Frek the Pnei Yeshua, the katan that you hired to write this get, when he writes the get, he's creating more value in this piece of paper. And if we say uman kain b'shvach kli, that means that the Cotton will own that additional value until it goes back to the guy who hired him. But problem is he's a cotton, so he can't give it back. He won't be able to machine it back. So why won't that create a problem of the ownership of the get when a cotton is mashbiach the piece of paper? And the Pnei Yeshua says an important chiddush that the only time we say uman kainu b'shvach kli is when that's what's wanted. If you want, if he wants to own that additional amount, but if he doesn't, it won't be that way. Okay, but back to the Gemara. Tonight we learned in the Mishnah, So my love, Our Mishnah seems like if you give it to the uman. 
one, you are going to be chayv to pay. Aren't we talking about where you gave raw materials, not like what we just said? To which the Gemara says, no, the way you read the Mishnah is, it's the second line explaining the first line. Loi, she did teva umigdo. You gave the uman these finished kalim and he broke them. And that's when he's going to be chayv. Frek the Gemara, homedik toni seifa, she did teva umigdo, mechal deresha eitzim. It sounds like from the fact that we only introduced these kalim in the latter part of the mission, the first part's talking about the raw materials. And for the Gemara Amri, Perushe Kama Farish Law, Kate said Nosan Lumin Lasakin Vikukula Haiva Shalim, Kegain Shinosan Lacharish, Chita Tevo Migdal, Vahinami Mistabra, that you read the mission this way, that the second case is explaining the first case, De Kate said Katani, that you read it as a question of Kate, that you read this mission as a Kate said, like explaining it. These Alkadaita Horatia Aitsim, if you're telling me it's raw materials in the first line of the mission, Hashnash mean an Aitsim Chayav and Lashalim, Volayamin and Umen Kainabish. You wouldn't even need to tell me that you're going to be chayiv if you gave a finished keli. Then for shteitzach you're going to be chayiv. It would be a kol shekei. But the Gemara says that's not such a ride because imushim ha la'iria. That wouldn't be a hechrachin of itself. Tana seifa leglui eresha because you can understand that the Tana would say the second case in order to clarify the first case. Shalay time eresha shita tevo migdal avol etzim loy. You might think dafka the shita tevo migdal, but not the raw materials. So tana seifa shita tevo migdal mechlal deresha etzim vafil hachi chayiv l'shalim. Zok the Gemara leimem b'sayele. Let's say there's a mishnah that's going to be a riot to this dinner of Asi that Uman is kind of mishvachli. Because the Mishnah says, that nice in summer, let's have if you give the wool to someone to dye it. Moving over to Aleph. And it got burned because that was the process. They would actually put it into a big pot and let the dye cook along with the wool. So the halach is nice and light to Meitzmara. You pay for the value of the wool to Meitzmara. And it sounds like from this mission that you're only paying for the value of the raw material wool to Meitzmara Vishvachelai. But you don't pay for that additional value that was added. So lav shekdichay lachar nefila. So can't we be understanding this Mishnah that we're talking about the Hegdichay happened after the dye was part of it, and that there's already this shvach in the wool, that it's not something you have to pay for because the uman owned it. That's why the uman only has to pay for the raw materials and not for the actual additional value added because that was already uman property. To which the Gemara says, there's no rifer of Asi's halacha of uman kain b'shvach kli k'zomer shmuel hacha b'mayaskinan k'gain sheik dichay b'shaz nefila. That burning took place even before there was actual shvach. It was right in the beginning when the shaz nefila, when you first put it in, to like a shvacha. Okay, but avol hegdichay lacher nefila mai. What would be the halacha according to Shmuel after it actually took hold in the color and actually was a shvach? Nice and late to make tomorrow v'shvacha, you'd have to pay both. So lema Shmuel, less later of Asi. So it sounds like Shmuel is going to say not like Ravasi that uman is like kana. The actual materials were that the wool and the salmon were the owner, meaning the one who hired him. And the dyer was just getting paid to do the process. In other words, he was just the laborer, so there is no ownership and there's no kinyan in the shvachkli. So that's if he could really hold of uman kamishvachli, but it's just in this case, it's not negea, since all the materials are owned by the balabayas. Then don't say he gave the wool. He gave the wool and the other ingredients, the Samanin. Shmuel's just playing devil's advocate and trying to slug things up, but he's not really holding this way in the first place, and therefore you have no raya in any direction. Tashma. Let's bring a raya about uman kaina shvach kli from the following brisa. So now the Uman finished the work and he let the Balabais know that the talus was ready, but he didn't actually do the returning of the talus. He just, you know, 
Sent him a text message saying, okay, your talus is ready for pickup. So, afilot mikan, gotta sorry, yamim, even for 10 more days, ain't no ever love mishum leisolin. You know, there's a lot of baltolin not to pay your workers. But since the uman hasn't returned it yet, the clock doesn't start ticking for baltolin. But let's say if the uman returned it to him by lunchtime, so kivin shushakalavachama, once the sun goes down over a love mishum baltolin, that's when the clock is really ticking, you gotta pay him that day. Now, all that additional value is the property of the uman. Am I over mishum baltolin? If you old uman is kind of so that additional value that the uman added to the talus should blab more like a machira. And that's not going to have a lot of baltolin to pay for that. that baltolin is a very specific thing, only paying for the actual work. So Amar of Mari Bereder of Kahana, what we're talking about here is the garda de sarbala. We're talking about a process that's done with this beged, the lekeshvacha. It's something that was necessary. I'm not sure exactly what this thing was, but it was a process being done to this beged that didn't actually add new additional value to the talus itself. So therefore, there is no shvach that the uman would own, and therefore the payment is really for the service, and therefore you can have an Isser of Baltolet. Practicing Mara Saif Saif, Lumayovanile. Why did the Balbais give it to the Uman in the first place? Lerakuche, to soften the Beged. That's what he must have needed to do it for in the first place. So, Kivan de Rakche, Hainu Shvacha. Since he did this process, so, Hoguva, that is the improvement. So, whatever improvement was done, Lamaiza, that which should be Nikne as an Uman Koine Bishvach Kli, which is not going to be Nagea for Baltolin. So, the Gemara says, Leitzricha, De Agre, Lebitche. We're talking about that this Uman should stamp on the clothing. This is a process that professional launderers would do. So, Bitcha, Bitcha, Bimata. So, you're basically hiring him for the labor of each time that you're stamping on it. The Hainu, And Schirus is not like paying for an Uman. And since you're paying him for just as a day laborer and not a contractor who's going to actually own anything, there won't be any kind of uman kind of bishvachli. If you want to understand this process of bitche more, you can listen to Dr. Henry Abramson, who even has pictures of people standing and stamping on clothing. According to what we thought in the Havamina, that the Bryce held he wasn't being hired for this bitchy process, but rather as an uman, because they asked for let's say if you contract work, that was a shyly asked by a regular kablonis. The idea of kablonis is when you set a specific price for a task. It's not telling you how much time you spent, but it's like on the product. So is there a baltolin when you contract somebody for a product? There is going to be a lav of baltolin. So let's suggest that Rav Sheshes holds Uman is lav kind of bishvach kli k'neged Ravasi, and that's why you'll be chay for baltolin. So Amar Shmuel bar Acha bishlicha deigarta. When did Rav Sheshes say that there'll be a lava baltolin? We're talking about he's a letter carrier, he's the mailman. So there is no shvach. Then nothing happens. He gets paid for a service that's defined, but it's not going to improve anything to the actual product. Lema kitanoi. Let's say Rav Asi's psak that Uman is kind of bishvach kli is telling him achleikas tanoim because the brayse says aseli shirim nizamim v'tabois. Let's say a woman gives the Uman the raw materials of the gold, and says, make for me these different pieces of jewelry. Ve'akadish lecha. And in exchange for that malacha, for that work, I will be mekudeshes to you. So kivin sha'asan, mekudeshes. Once he makes it, she is going to be mekudeshes. Diver be meir. So if meir says it's going to work, but chacham says it doesn't work until money reaches her hand. Now we got to explain what this means. My mamun, what is the money that the chachamim say that she won't be mekudeshes until that mamun is higiyaliyada? If you're talking about that gold that she gave to the craftsman, and then the kedushin happens when he turns around that finished piece of jewelry back to her, it's going to sound like her mayor holds that you don't even need that money to be given back to her, and she's going to be mukadeshus. So, but that wouldn't make any sense. Nothing was given back to the woman, so that what would be the reason, according to her mayor, that the kedushin would even work? My mamun must be mamun acher. We're talking about when the chumim say that until mamun is given to her, it's going to be other money, and therefore her mayor says it will be mukadeshus. It's when that jewelry gets given back to her. 
it's going to work because Uman is kinda bishvachli. Now, in order for this to work, the Gemara says the Savrud Kulealma Yeshnashiras Metrilaviad Saif. Both Tanaim have to agree the idea is that the Uman is earning his money from the Trilaviad Saif and not in one lump sum when he finishes. And as Rashi explains, we can't just simply rely on the Yeshnashiras Metrilaviad Saif because that would just create a chiyav and, and Mekadosh Milva would be in the Mekudoshes because Milva is late son now. But here, because Uman is kind of b'shvach kli and he has that ownership, now he's being Mekadosh with that newfound value that he has put into the jewelry. So the, so you have to hold of Yesh Neschir's Mitchil Vad Saif and Vedukuli Alma Mekadosh Milva in the So she won't be Mekudoshes just by virtue of the fact that he owes her something. So my Laba Uman kind of b'shvach kli kamiflagi der mayor suffer Uman kind of b'shvach kli verabonin suffer ain Uman kind of b'shvach kli and that's good for what they're arguing about. To Shemar says lie. Vedukuli Alma ain Uman kind of but what's the machlekes tanaim here? How does the structure of the schiras work? It's only going to that he only owns this thing when he finishes the finished product. He's not earning it in pruta increments throughout the entire time, but rather in one lump sum at the end when he actually finishes. So therefore, when this uman gives her the finished jewelry and tries to be mikdasher by not giving her any additional money. So he's not being Makadashur by being Michael and Melva, but he's being Makadashur through this money value that's licked in this jewelry. For Abon and Savri, Yesh Schiris Metchil Saif, and therefore now it's going to be Makadash Milva, which is in a Mekudeshes. Or, Vibay Yasema, Kuliyama Yeshnil Schiris Metchil Yad Saif, Vahachaba Makadash Milva Kamifalki. Hagufa, they're arguing about whether Makadash Milva will work. There will be Mayor Savar Hamakadash Milva Mekudeshes, Rabban and Savri, Makadash Milva in a Mekudeshes. Turning over to Ahmed Bey's, Rava Amr, Kuliyama Yeshnil Schiris Metchil Yad Saif, and Vidkuliyama Hamakadash Milva in a Mekudeshes, and Vidkuliyama in Uman Kaim Bishvachli, and they both hold that Uman is not Kaim Bishvachli. And therefore, even according to a mayor, when the guy gives the Jewelry back to the woman, there wouldn't even be kedushin from that. This woman gave her a little extra money that he, by putting an extra thing that he owned into the jewelry. So Rabbi Meir Savar Pruta Daita Pruta. When the loan repayment is done and there's a Pruta, where is her das? This is a localized machlekes about is the is, is her das to be on the milva or the Pruta? So Rabbi Meir holds the das is on the Pruta. Verabon Savar Milva Pruta Daita Milva, and therefore that's why there will be no kedushin. But in a Hanami, no one holds Uman Kainu B'Shvachli. Uba Pluta Tani Tanai, and according to this Pshat of Rava, both Rabbi Meir and the Chachamim will be arguing as these other Tanaim argue. The Tanya if an woman says to an Isha that be Mekudeshes to me with the money that you owe me for the work that I've already done for you, ain't a Mekudeshes. Because that's called already a milva, because the work has already been done. If he didn't do the work yet, and he said, be Mekudeshes to me with the money that you owe me for the work that I will do, then Mekudeshes. Because as Rashi speaks out, ain't a schiris and therefore when he actually gives it to her, he's giving her that schar now. It's not a milva. Rabbi Nasan Oimer, Bescharsha Esse Imach, Ene Mekudeshes. The Kolsha came Bescharsha Sisi Imach. Rabbi Huda Nasi Oimer, Beemes Amru, Bain Scharsha Sisi Imach, Bain Scharsha Esse Imach, Ene Mekudeshes, Vim Hosef La Neifech Mishalai Mekudeshes. So we're currently working towards trying to make the Machlaikas Rameir and the Chachamim arguing about the same thing that the Tanaim and this Bryce are saying. So Bain Tanakama Le Rabbi Nasan, he could be now Schirus. The difference between Tanakama and Rabbi Nasan, whether or not it's going to be Schirus El Lebsaif or the whole time, Bain Rabbi Nasan Le Rabbi Huda Nasi, he could be now Milva Upruta. But the machlek between Rabbi Nassim and Rabbi Nassim is goof of that issue whether or not Milva Pruta Daita Milva or Daita Apruta. That is that. Omar Shmuel. Tabach Uman Shekilkil. You got a professional shaykhet who messes up 
and now Shecht ruins the animal, and now this animal is a trefa. The halacha is chayev l'shalim, because maziku peisheyahu naaseh ka'aymer le'shchait li mikan v'shachat le'mikan. It's as if the balabais, when he gave him the animal to the professional shechet, said, do the shechita this way, and there's shechet it in the proper way, and he shechted it somewhere else, and therefore bungled it. It's interesting, the Gemara is mayrach here and gives it. Why don't you say pashit? You know, he didn't do the job, and therefore he was mazik. Rapinchus Gross wanted to suggest that this is possibly bavarning the Rabban's kasha, because the Ramban in Kuntras Dina de Garmi asks, why isn't this a hezek she'ena nicker? Because even if you had a shehia, which isn't nicker at all, it would ruin the shechita, so why should you actually be chayev? Hezek she'ena nicker is leish mehezek, bedine yodam. So the Ramban actually says, as a teretz, is that when a person does a shechita improperly, the whole maisa shechita is the hezek. In other words, the whole killing of the animal is the maisa hezek. So Rabbi Gross is suggesting that could potentially be the arichas here in the Lashon of the Gemara, the mazegu pashehu, because shechit mikan v'shachat mikan is pointing that out, that the entire process here is a maisa hezek, based on the fact that the Bailam had a specific kasher shechita in mind. So, Why did Shmuel have to do the double lashon of the mazik and the peshea? So, the Gemara, because omer mazik who bischar. I might have thought this is only going to be the halacha when this professional shechit is working for payment. But if he's doing this pro bono, he won't be chayiv. And Rashi's masber that if he were doing it for free and he bled like a shemer chinam, he would be potter for einsim. So here we're saying alst the hezik, he's going to be chayiv for his einsim. And therefore, even if he does it pro bono, he'll still be chayev. Eisvei Rav Chama Barguria L'Shmuel. Hanaisim behemel l'tabach v'nibla. So you give your animal to the shaykhet, and he makes it into a nevela. So the halacha is uman pater. If he's an uman, he's going to be off the hook. Because as Rashi explains, we must be talking about there was an einase here. It must be that there was some sort of a extenuating circumstance that, that makes this case into an einase. Head yait chayev. But if he's just a head yait, you know, a pusher guy, not a pro, then he will be chayev for being menabal the animal. Vim nisan schar. But if the owner of the animal gave this guy money, ben head yait ben uman, he's gonna be chayev. If you took money for it, you're gonna be chayev. Once he's being paid, now he has a din of shemer sacher that's gonna be chayev for gneva. But what do you see from this brisa that an uman who does not take any money is not going to be chayiv or splitting? That's connected what Shmuel had just told him. Amar Shmuel says back to him la'akar meichach, which sounds like Shmuel saying that you have no brains, which is a sharp response because Shmuel understood this to be a napakavadika question that he was asked. Also, whom rabbanan kamaisifla? One of the other rabbanan asked Shmuel from the same brisa. Amar Shmuel said to him, "Hashta shaklus mai deshokel chavrach." Now you're going to get the same medicine I gave you, chaver. Kamina luchu ano rabbi meir. I told you a psak from rabbi meir. Become risali rabbanan, and you're just giving me a kasha from a brisa that's written by the rabbanan. So am I leidaikus mili? Why weren't you carefully medaikin what I'm saying? Shani aimer maziku paishehu nasek aimer leishchaitli mikan v'shachal mikan. And man isle lahaisvar. Who's the one who holds of that kind of a idea? That's rabbi meir. Dam rabbi boyle lemir me That's sheetas rabbi holds that a person has to take extra special care not to hurt somebody else's property. So that's what Shmuel is saying. If you listen carefully to what I said, you can see clearly that I'm talking about Shittas Rameir. Don't ask me a prize from Shittas Rabbanan. Now, hi, Rameir. What is the Rameir's Shita that Shmuel is talking about? Elay Maho, Rameir, if you're talking about the following dinner of Rameir, it's non because it says in the Mishnah earlier, Sharei Balav Bimeseira Vinal, the fun of Karai. If you properly guarded the animal by closing it up, etc., and tying it down, the Yatsav Hezekin still went out and did damage. Bain Tum, Bain Muad Chayiv, you're always responsible. Every mayor. So if you want to think that that's where a mayor holds, that you're always chayev and you have to take extra precautions to protect a strange misa, no, hasam bekray pligi. They're talking about how you darshim sukum. That can't be how we know a mayor is more makbid. Maybe you want to say that the dinner of a mayor that we're talking about is from the following Mishnah, coming up soon on tomorrow's daf, if the dyer who, if you gave the wool to the dyer and he dyed it the wrong color, he dyed it from black to red or red to black, you got to pay the value of the wool. If that's the 
that's the dinner of Rav Meir that you're quoting. That's also not such a ride because Hasan Biyadayim Kolomine. Over there, he mamish did a Biyadayim, so of course he's going to be chayiv to pay. That wouldn't show us Rav Meir's extra special hakpada. Elahar Rav Meir, what's the dinner of Rav Meir that Shmuel is referring to? Detanya, Nishbra Kadev Silka. Let's say your pitcher broke in the Rishus Rabbim and you didn't remove it. You were Leisilka. Nafla Gamle Voloi Hamida. Or if his camel fell down and he didn't stand it back up, Rav Meir Aimer, chayiv bin Zakin. You're going to be chayiv. But the Kaimalun, the Meniskal Pashehu, Pligian. We learned over there that they're arguing about whether Niskal is Pashe or not. So that issue, you see, Rameir has a special hakpada about the Hezek of the other people. Let's do another shtickle. Umber Rabba Babrachanum Rabyechanan. Tabach Uman Shikilkal Chayev. He made it into a Nevela. You're Chayev to pay for the damage. The Afilhu Uman Kitabchitzi Pairi. Even if your mom is such an expert, like the Tabchitzi Pairi, you're still going to be Chayev. Now, Umiyam Rabyechanan Hachi. Vomer Rabba Babrachana. Uv de Havikamed Rabyechanan. Bikinishta de Ma'in. There was a Maisa Shahaya about an animal that wasn't shechted properly that was brought to Rabbi Yechanan in the Beis Knesset of Ma'in. But Omer Lai and Rabbi Yechanan had said to the Shaykhet, Go bring me a raya that you're such an expert in shechting chickens and I'll patter you. Rabbi Yechanan over here discusses about the Hamaitz Mechaveral of Araya aspect that who's the one who should bring the raya here. But Al and Rabbi Yechanan told him to bring a raya that he's actually a professional Shaykhet. So Lachar is in this a and she says Rabbi Yechanan like kosher kan bechinam kan b'schar it depends. Rabbi Yechanan saying that the Shaykhet will be putter. That's when he does it for free. But kan b'schar, but when Rabbi Yechanan said that the sheikhet, the professional sheikhet is going to be chayev, that's when he did it for money. He'll be, he'll be more achroi if he takes payment for it. Ki hada omar Rabbi Zeira haraitze she is chayev le'tabach. If you want the sheikhet to be responsible to you in the event that it doesn't go well, yaktim le'dinar, give him money. This is reminiscent from the Gemara from about two weeks ago or so that don't get pro bono services from a doctor because he won't do as good of a job. Here also, give the money to the tabach, give the money to the sheikhet as he'll be more achroi to do a better job. And we'll stop here. Pick it up in Mirza Hashem tomorrow.